What up, y'all? It's DJ Envy. And I am Gia Casey. And this is another edition of the Casey Crew. Welcome. Hello, 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 beautiful people. Hello, and we are back. Um, I had different topics to talk about today. Okay. All right? But I want to change this up. Okay. I'm going to tell you why. So Madison and I were at uh, the new house. Mm-hmm. And while we were there, a friend of mine came up to me and said, hey, I need some advice. A friend of yours just wandered into the house? It was Esther. Oh, okay. <laughs> Esther said, I need some advice. All right. So Madison and I was there like, sure. He was like, so. He was like, you know, I have two kids, two mm-hmm. boys. And I'm like, yeah. And he says, well, this one concerns my 11-year-old. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, well, tell me what happened. He says, so, you know, as I was, you know, saying goodnight to the kids, I walked into my 11-year-old's room and I seen like a flash like a light under the sheets. Mm-hmm. So when I went, I pulled the sheets off to see what the light was. Mm-hmm. And he said he's seen his son holding his son's penis. It was erect and his son was watching porn. <laughs> you know something? When you said he walked into his son's room, I'm like, what? He found Vaseline on the night table? <laughs> I'm, I'm, How did I know it was going in this direction? I'm sure he wished it was just Vaseline on the table. Okay. So he's seen his son, erect penis, mm-hmm. watching porn, uh huh, and, you know, beating his meat. Okay. Uh-huh. Now, the porn was... <laughs> what's so funny? The porn was... I'm just... I guess it sounds weird to say that I'm envisioning it, but I'm lying. <laughs> If I said that I wasn't envisioning it, minus the 11-year-old penis. Right. So, I have to say what type of porn it was. Okay. It was Japanese animation porn. Okay. All right. So, I guess it it wasn't two humans. It was animated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was going hard. Pun intended. Pun intended. (laughs) So, Uh Estas said he took the phone mm-hmm. and told him, look, you're in trouble. Uh, you're in trouble? Let me tell you, you can't, you're not, he told me, you're not getting anything electronic because his son is heavily into electronics, like loves electronics into everything. He took his phone away, uh-huh. said, I'm not getting you anything electronics. You're in trouble and we need to have a talk about this. Okay. <laughs> right? Shame on you. So hold on, hold on. So I said, that's not, what? He was like, yeah, like, I'm thinking to myself, like, where, where, where is he letting it go? Is it, is he busting in a t-shirt in a, in a sock, you know, on the sheets? And then who's washing that? <laughs> that, that was your concern. And then he was like, <laughs> you know, you know, you know, like he's 11 years old. I said, okay. How old are you when you started? Hold on, hold on, let me finish. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I'm going to tell you what they had a conversation with. Uh-huh. All right, now. <laughs> now I said, okay. Wait, 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 let me, let me just stop you for one second. He asked you to talk about this on the podcast, apparently. I asked him. I, asked him, I, I said, can I talk about this on the podcast? He was like, yeah. So, okay. So, so For an 11-year-old. Let me tell you. So I said, he was like, <laughs> At yeah. At least that's not your government. So no one will figure out who your son is. So I was like, you know, that's, you know, I was like, well, you know, it's it's normal. He's 11 years old. He's, you know, thing. And he was like, yeah, but nah, he's too, he's, he's too young. I said, you know what's going to happen mm-hmm. when you stop him and embarrass him? I said, he's probably going to knock off a chick because he can't knock off his hand anymore because you're in the house. He's going to knock off a chick. So then I said, let me ask you a question. Did you just say knock off his hand? Yeah. Where did I find you? Hold on. So I said, let me ask you a question. <laughs> I said, Esther, when did you first have sex? 
Okay. Guess what he told me? How old? Yeah, how old he was. 18? He told me he was 12. His son is 11. You're, he's judging his son. His son turns 12 in five, four and a half months. Mm-hmm. What's the difference, Dad? You did it when you were 12, but I said... I mean, but that's not really a good... But the kid is not knocking off people. He's knocking off his hand. <laughs> okay. Um, but I just don't agree with the... Just because your parents did it makes it okay for you to I'm do I'm not it. saying, but We've you should... We've done a lot of stupid things. I don't want my children to Right, but you should so. understand that this is not like he's going around slinging dick right? all over the town. Yeah. He's slinging dick to his hand. Okay. You know, and my whole... put it a different way. Just for me. Okay. Maybe. He's yeah. masturbating, okay? Thanks. But, you know, this the thing is like, okay, this is a kid. He's finding out his body. He understands, right? Mm-hmm. So then Esther, I was like, well, <laughs> and then Esther was mad because he was like, you know, this kid is smart. He has, and this is what we got to check. So he has two web browsers on his phone. Mm-hmm. One, which is, you can see, and he has nothing but games, but then he has a secret web browser where he, you need his finger mm-hmm. access uh-huh. to find all the porn sites that he's been looking at. <laughs> This kid is genius. I yeah. ain't go front. I'd give, a, I'd give him a present for that. Nah, this would be so damn smart. smart. <laughs> I would say I want him to come and show me how he does this stuff with his iPhone, but I don't know where his fingers have been. But <laughs> so I said, okay, I said, I'll talk about it on a thing. And then you could get two perspectives of what I would do and what Gia would do. Mm-hmm. Right. So first and foremost, in that situation, you want me to go first or you want to go first? Let me ask you a question first. Sure. How old were you when you started masturbating? Young. I don't remember. <laughs> How old is young? I was young and... How young? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe 10, 9? <laughs> 9, 10 years old? Uh-huh. Okay. All right. 9, 10. And, but I didn't masturbate with lotion or Vaseline. You just... All that friction just... Yeah. Ooh. I would rub my penis through my boxes. Through your boxers? Yeah. And I would come in my boxes. That sounds painful. It wasn't painful. I mean, kind of nasty because I never wiped it up or nothing like that. I usually went to, <laughs> I usually went to sleep so after. So wait, you don't think your mom knew what you were doing? Absolutely she knew what I was doing. <laughs> Because, I mean, there's no way around it. Like, You're an only it's child. It's, it's not like there's a bunch of laundry. So boxes and... is sticky or whatever. Yeah, she knew what no, I was it doing. It actually gets crispy. <laughs> yeah, she knew. Crispy. She knew. She never mentioned anything to me, but she had to know. And it wasn't a conversation I'm, I, I say, hey, mom, when I was a kid, did you wash my crispy underwear? No, I never said that. I would hope not. Right. But now let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. This kid is doing it. You want, you want to answer first or you want me to answer first? Go ahead. Okay. Now, I thought about this on, on the drive over here, right? First of all, he would not get in trouble, right? That's insane, Esther. Yeah, the, the fact that you got in trouble because what happens? You scared the bejesus out of him. He scared the, he scared the nut out of him. You scared but, <laughs> for the, touching himself. But the problem that's is his body. That's, it's his body. That is his body. It's, it's your kid. kid, but it's his body. Right. He found something new to play with. Let Goodness him have gracious. at it. But see, this is the thing. You don't I'm wanna, all for masturbation. Though. You don't want to make him feel like it's embarrassing to touch his own body. You know, he's 11 years old. That's he's right. finding himself out. I don't see a problem with it. Now, the porn, the porn animation, if you feel a problem with that, then I think that's a conversation right. that you should have with him. But he's feeling his body. Things turn him on. Obviously, 
It's natural. The porn that he's watching turns him on. Maybe women turn, whatever turns him on, turns him on. It is absolutely positively natural. Now, the problem is if you take things away from him and make it seem like it's shameful, then that's when the problems occur because now he'll never tell you anything and he feels like he can't be cool in the comfort of his own home. <laughs> so what I would do is say- That you know, boy's door is closed. You respect that lock on the right, door. Yeah. But, you know, or, or what he'll do is he'll just do it when you're not home. He'll never have a conversation with you again about anything because he'll feel like- You guys can see Estat's face right now. He looks like someone just passed gas near him. <laughs> he is so offended by what we're saying. No, I'll be honest with you. So what I would do is I would have a conversation with him. Like, hey, first of all, I would say, bro, if you're going to do this, you need to lock the door. Like you Or- Close the door. Do it when I'm not around. Do it when you think I'm sleeping. You just can't ha, be. Ha, hang on. Do not disturb sign on your door. <laughs> do not disturb. I'm jerking right now. No, not that. But, but you know. Jerking you, hour. Jerking hour. Yeah, leave me alone. <laughs> but, I mean, I, you would have to know. I mean, there's no locked doors in my house. But, mm-hmm. you know, you, you got to be a better with that. Because your mom could have walked in on you. You know what I mean? So, you got to be better with that. Two, we'd have to have a question about the porn. Yes, I get it. You're, you know, excited. You're erect. Porn, you want to see. It helps you. Whatever. It helps you. <laughs> I mean, it does. Help I'd be you. like, rely on your imagination. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Rely on your rely imagination. Rely on your imagination. You're 11, rely on your imagination. Right. I don't want you in those porn sites. I don't want that's you crazy. to see some of those things. <laughs> Japanese animation porn, I, I don't even. I, I've, he got creative with it. They got creative with it. <laughs> but, I mean, that's the that's the conversation I would have. I can't, you know. I would just say, hey, it's your body. It's natural. I would make it seem like it's okay. You don't want to make it seem like it's not okay. Absolutely. I would make it like seem like it's okay. Now, the porn itself, yes. that's the conversation we'd yes. have to have. I mean, not What's not illegal? It's, it's not illegal. illegal. You can just Google Pornhub. Pops right up. That's what? Underage. He, underage for what? He's not having sex with girls. He's, if it is looking at adult things. Well, that's the problem. No, that's what we're saying. We're saying that... But that's what I'm saying. The porn is the problem. Yeah, the but- porn is the problem, but not him discovering his own body. That's why he's No, but if he doesn't know, you have to have the conversation because he doesn't know it's wrong or why it's wrong. All he knows is his his little pee-pee <laughs> is hard, and when he touches it, it feels good. That's all he knows. There you go. And, and, and he doesn't know. But now he doesn't know, like you said, he's not really into girls, right? Or is he into girls? Oh, Does- but is he dating girls? Is he kissing girls? Online. What you mean online? How do you date girls? He's online? dating girls online. You know what? Get, wait, wait, get, hold, hold on, hold on, wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> Can you get a, go hook yourself? Hook a mic up. Now I asked for S to come on his show, but he said he didn't have a haircut. So we just gonna have to hear from him. But S you really can't just come here. You really care about a haircut. So S okay, is hooking up the mic. But, so while he's hooking up the mic, what would you tell him to do? Well, I'll be the first to say I have a problem with stigmas attached to human beings and their bodies, particularly women. Right now we're talking about boys, mm-hmm. um, but I have the same issue with it. Our bodies are God-given and our private parts are given to us for pleasure and for procreation, and they belong to us. They are ours. We can do with it what we like, mm-hmm. um, in my opinion, as long as it is safe. Right. I mean, you can do it if it's not safe, but I think that it's okay mm-hmm. as long as you are being safe. There is no harm to come. He's not going to ejaculate himself to death. 
there is no harm that is going to come from him pleasuring himself. Um, and I think that that's around the normal age. I think I was 10 when I found my little toys, um, not actual toys, but my little toys. Um, and I'm like, Ooh, what's that? Do you know what I mean? And I don't think that it's good to make people feel embarrassed or as though what they are doing is shameful because if you do, then you grow up with the idea that sex is bad, is sex, sex is, is bad, sex is shameful, sex is dirty, sex needs to be done in the dark. It's something that you're not really supposed to enjoy. It's something that you can't really tell people about. It's something that's taboo. It's something that you can't really talk about. It's like hush, hush, secret, secret bad, bad. And that's not what it is. It's right. a wonderful thing, especially if it's shared between two people that love each other, which is why I think that, um, it's just the whole idea of life and procreation. And I think that God made us to fall in love, to have sex, to enjoy it, to produce offspring over and over and over again. That's what I think that God had in mind when he created people. So I don't like negative stigmas attached to our God-given bodies and what we are intended to do with it. And I mean, who would find a nice shiny little toy and not freaking play with it? Who? You're just going to let the nice toy um, sit in the corner and not do anything with it? No, I think that you engage the toy and have fun with it. I don't crazy. think there's anything wrong with it. No, seriously, think about it. I give you a nice shiny toy for Christmas. Yeah, I play with it. You're going to play with it. Yeah, I've had my toy connected it brings to me you since happiness. birth. Right. It's going to bring you happiness. You're going to tell him, okay, you found something and you enjoy it. Leave it alone. Don't touch it. Don't have fun with it. At night, it's going to be like a magnet and a piece of metal, like... It's just going to gravitate to it when he feels stimulated to do so. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with it. You know, if you told me you're a six-year-old, I would be like, whoa, 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 what's going on? You know, but he's going to be 12 years old. And if you were having sex at 12, you should be able to relate to a young boy being turned on at that age and what comes over him and how he wants to rectify those feelings. Now, Esther. What, what, what is your problem? Cause you know, you had a problem today and you were, you was, Esther was uh, very upset. And I think he even got more upset when I wasn't upset. I'm like, you were really that upset, but, you, but you're in a position where you're able to relate. No, because the thing is like, even though you could relate to that stuff, mm -hmm. if I was a child and I was like a thief when I was like, you know, stealing from my mom to buy whatever it was that I wanted to buy. Not saying I did that because I never stole from my mom, but let's say that was the type of person I was. Mm -hmm. If I grew up and had a child and then that child would steal from me and history would repeat it. So it, it doesn't make it right. It doesn't make it to the point where mm -hmm. I can understand why he's but you doing can't it. Compare saying, stealing I'm to saying, masturbating. But even moreover, I'm saying that you should be able to relate to the feelings that he has internally. He's not doing what you're doing. He's pleasuring himself. He's not having sex with other little 12-year-olds. I'll tell you the reason why I was so, so upset. I was upset because I remember holding this guy in the palm of my hands. I remember... <laughs> Stop, he's being... <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Stop it. 
That's mad being insensitive. Go ahead. You remember holding extremely insensitive. Hold yeah. Wait, you really feel that way? If yes. this was Logan, because we were you talking wait. about. If it were Logan, I'm sure Logan jacks off. I'm sure he does. Too, I mean, but... okay, okay. Let, what, let, me, let but, him talk. But yeah. what hurt me was I see him still as my baby. I don't see him as an 11 year old kid. Like, yeah, but that's I, you. He's not your baby anymore. He's uh, growing up, and that's what you have to realize. You now is the but time that's where you scary. But yeah, I mean, it is scary. But now is the time where you have to be a father and be like. Look, let's have a conversation because this is the time when he needs this conversation. Because if he, first of all, I mean, you can tell your your wife, but he she can't talk to him about this. No, she can't. She you, refused. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yes, which I, it's okay. I understand why she would. And you know, I'm, I'm not ready for the conversation. Oh, for the for kid. mom to talk to him about oh, for the child. Yes, that's embarrassing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's like if if I'm talking to Madison about that or talking to Madison about. Right. You know, anything. Yeah, that's embarrassing. That's mom's job. But this is when you should have the conversation and be like, look, let's go have a conversation. Take him for a drive. Take him for, you know, next time you go to the, the, the hobby store. Y'all both get in the car and be like, yo, let's talk. And, and y'all need to do it sooner than later. You want to you want to make sure that he doesn't feel shameful because then he'll never talk to you again. And then he'll try to figure things out on his own. Then you'll look up and then he'll have a 13-year-old pregnant because dad never had a conversation with him. And that dad never talked to him about it. No, you want to talk to him and say, hey, I understand. I understand those feelings. But you can't sit there and watch porn, bro. Like, you can't be sitting there and watch porn because some of the stuff is fake. You know, some of the, you know, some of the stuff you just don't know. You don't want your son, <clears throat> like the last uh, podcast, talking about, yeah, I'm a cuckold. You know, certain things you just don't want him to learn. You want him to learn from you. And by making it shameful, making it seem bad, making it seem like this is embarrassing, how dare you, hurts because he'll never talk to you again. And it's not bad. It's like masturbating is not bad. But him watching a porn, you have a problem with that? Look, bro, you can masturbate. Use your imagination. Shoot. If, even if you want to say, you know what? Here's, a, here's, a, here's, a, here's some cheap towels. Masturbate in the towels so mom ain't got to clean it. I don't care what you do. Mom what? still has to wash the towels. He can throw the towels away if he gets cheap towels from Target or, or whatever. But You're not throwing away six dollar towels. He don't want to touch the. He didn't want to have t- an orgasm. He didn't want to touch the clothes. I give him a roll of like downy or something. It, no bounty will hurt his penis. But no, not for him to rub it in. For him to throw it in. Oh, uh, but anyway, he was like, "I got to touch it." I'm thinking to myself, "Do you know how much laundry we didn't touch that our kids probably didn't orgasm on?" Okay, let's. Or, well, or see, look, or see. Or, it's just, no, I'm just see, saying. See, or, you're talking about me, but look how you just got. Or, no, he's, but he's talking about like the actual jizz. Like, you know how many, we can get away from. You know how many crunchy but that's socks what I'm talking and crunchy about. t-shirts my mom probably washed and never said anything? I mean, I have no problem with it. They're my kids. Like if I have, this is getting a little weird. No, it's not weird, but see, no, that's, no, no, that's, no, what I'm saying is if I, I clean up pick poo. up. Exactly. Like I wipe their food, their If there's Think a little about, jizz that I have to put through in the washing machine and it's unbeknownst to me, I just have to know like, all right, if they're at their age, I have to wash my hands but think about, after I do the laundry. Think about all the psychological stuff that goes along with watching porn. To open up a child's mind to such adult right, things. Right, but that's the problem. But that's you, the problem. That you is the problem. But you don't the put them in punishment. The deceit. Because what, wait, what lies in deceit? I'm looking at it from a father's point of view because like he's doing it obviously he's doing it like on the low you know like he's waiting for us to like go to sleep or he's waiting for us to leave the house and just so happened last night he got caught right 
I you forgot to mention also that I did tell you um, that prior to me catching him doing this event in the same day, there was fornication going on and a rule that I have in my house. Fornication. Okay, so, so let me explain. So, so now this was his fault. <laughs> Wait, before you say something, let me tell you the rule. The one rule that I'm very advocate about in my house is that you have to knock before you just walk. Like no kid should have the right to just walk into somebody's room. Mm-hmm. And I was raised like that. And I, I try to instill this into my kids, um, you know, daily lives. And this guy's job, one of his chores is to go check the mail and to take out the trash. He went outside, checked the mail, came back in with a package and knocked one time on the door, barged right in. And the mother and I were fornicating and we're under the covers and like he's seen it. But you're undercovers. Yeah. He didn't see nothing. But he he's very smart. He, he knows the act, of course. Let me tell you something. What's, uh, let's, okay. What's wrong with the idea that mommy and daddy have sex? It's not something you're supposed to show your kids. Not to show them. It's but if they walk in. That's embarrassing. Let me tell you what happened. A week and a half ago, two weeks ago. Put it like this. A week and a half ago. We have ago. the same rule. Hold on. We have the same rule with knocking, right? What? Same rule with knocking on the door. You can't just barge in. Oh, okay. That rule goes out the window most of the time, especially with Brooklyn. But go ahead. <laughs> a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, as you would say, Rashawn and I were fornicating. Me and the father she's were gonna, fornicating. She's, 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 she's going <laughs> to hate this. I was, was trying to, I was just Stop trying to bring that. the quality of the podcast. Not- you want to make the quality of the podcast go back up? <laughs> yeah. Since last week when it went all the way down after we had Sean Evans we on our show. We were smashing. We was knocking. Off. Okay, stop it. Okay. Right? Rashawn is literally on top of me. Okay? No, no covers? No, the, the covers. Oh. Okay. Yeah, we had covers. But he's on top of me. Madison walks into the room. Fully into the room. I was like, um, yeah, so you're supposed to knock? She was like, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. It was like, you know, a little open. So I just, I didn't even think that I had to knock. Anyway, I'm thinking about going to Target. They had a freaking conversation. A whole conversation. Rashawn is on top of me. Inside? Yes, still inside. Oh, my God. And I'm just sitting there, and I'm trying to make it look like I'm just hugging daddy. Right? But after she finished whatever it was that she had to tell me, she walked out. And your 18-year-old was... 19. 19. She's 19 Even now. Worse. She was believing. I said to Rashawn, I'm like, there is no way in the world that that girl did not know. She didn't. I don't think she did. That we're having sex right now. She didn't know. And he was like, no, she didn't know. And I'm like. So people just lay on top of each other and under the covers? I mean, in this house, yes. Lay on top of each other and the covers? On this house, yes. Every time you have sex, it's like the sheets are to be damned? No, but if I'm laying on top of a female. I'm pretty sure it's a. Oh, that's not. It's a what? It's a a matter of fornication. Now I'm not not like we're just hanging out. You keep looking behind your back like my kids know what fornication means. They don't. Yeah, nobody nobody knows what fornication is. Don't (laughs) worry, the babies have no idea. So you can can scream fornication, they'll have no idea. Clearly, Madison doesn't know. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly, Clearly Maddie Maddie. doesn't know. Now, if Gia was on top of me, then they might be like, "Why is mommy on top of daddy?" Like that. The fact that I'm on top, I always lay on Gia. Yeah, like we we cuddle a lot. Yeah, we all cuddle. Cuddle a lot. Like you don't understand. I'll be there, and the kids will jump on top of us as we're cuddling. So my wife says that I'm too heavy so i can't i'm not allowed to lay on top you, too have you weigh 142 pounds wet no no he actually weighs 142 pounds right no gear. 146 i know it's an even number 156 
156? I don't know. You know we don't damn 156. We're going to put them on a scale before we get back. <laughs> but whichever way. <laughs> so, I, I understand your rule, but I'm just saying, I mean, I think all of our kids have walked in on us. Well, it's having an sex. They've never seen. They've never seen anything, but I think that, you know, you just have this, um, I don't know, what would you call it? Like this- A, a stigma? Yeah, I said stigma earlier. So yeah, I'll reuse the word. A stigma around sex in general. It's okay that mommy and daddy have sex. And even the acts of sex and whatnot, if they get old enough and they need an explanation about things or a tutorial about things, you don't want them learning things in the street. Absolutely not. This These is why I came that- to my friend and I said, hey, you guys been through this. You guys have all these kids, all these kids. <laughs> this gaggle of children. Way more than me. <laughs> right. And I was like, maybe this guy, because, you know, you guys talk a lot about real topics all right, the time. Right. Everything that goes on in our household. This is a serious topic to me because I've never had to deal with it before. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I assume my children are jerking off. I, I always catch my older son in the bathroom for at least an hour. Mm-hmm. Never know what he's doing in there, but he's always in, in the, the bathroom. Liquid soap just keeps like diminishing, no, I, right? I think that they're for I think light skinned niggas just do it without grease. Because I don't grease? use yeah I don't use, use Vaseline. I don't use none of that. I use my raw skin regular note because it's less to clean up <laughs> anyway we're going off topic the point i'm trying to make is my older son is always in the bathroom with the light off mm-hmm. and i'll just bust in and i'll see him like with his phone on the floor and his hands like moving out real quick i think you want to see what your kids are doing man i do i don't want to see what you? they're doing what's wrong with you what do you mean First of all, the, I'm not busting in on purpose. I bust in because like I'm going to use the bathroom and I don't expect somebody to be in there with so, the light off. So if your son is taking a shower, you just bust in? You don't give him his privacy? If you look under the door and you see the light coming through the door, you know somebody's in there. I don't know he's in there. That's what I'm trying to You don't to hear the you. shower? There is no shower. He's oh, so sitting you're not on doing a, this during the shower? He's sitting on a toilet seat. Oh. That's what I'm saying. I don't never know he's in there. I oh. always figure that he's in there after I bust in the bathroom because mm-hmm. I have to use the bathroom mm-hmm. or like if I have a friend over and they have to use the bathroom. The thing is he has the light you have off locks on the doors in your house in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the rule in my house is the children are not allowed to use locks. They can close the door all they want. Even but- when they're using the bathroom. Yeah. They're not allowed to use locks. Mm-hmm. It's just like, you can't be hiding. Like what if he's in there making a bomb or something? Like I have to know awesome. what's going on. It all makes sense now. Well, they're very smart, so and they're always could be making a bomb. He could be doing something. Who knows? Okay. So I don't want them to be up to no good. I need to know what's going on in my house. So, what advice would you give him? I think that you should respect your children's privacy. I do. Okay. If your son needs to take a shit, let him lock the door. I think that you can, but you know something. You're, um, you know, you're a computer geek, so you should know. I'm assuming because I don't know. But how to put those parental controls on his laptop so that there are certain things that he can't search? Yeah, because... I don't think that stuff works anymore. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't really know. Are, they could get around anything. These now. kids know more about technology than the people than we that do. put the right. Correct. So I'll put a computer-aided lock on it, like a parental guide mm-hmm. lock on it, and then they'll figure out a different app in the app store or something that mm-hmm. can go bypass it. Like, there's really nothing you can do anymore. Except if you make it from a carrier level, like have T-Mobile or 
the sprint block these. They do. They do. Sites. They do have some, but there's always ways around it. They can always. Figure they it can out. always. Figure but that's it out. why you need to have the conversation, so you don't have to worry about that and have a real conversation with them. Put like this: Your son is going to continue to watch porn, bro. Porn is one of those things. There's nothing you can do. It's free. It's online. The best thing you can do is have a conversation with him where you feel like he can open up to you and have a, and, and talk to you about it. I remember one time. I don't know if you remember. Uh, Madison used to like Britney Spears. Remember this? She Googled Britney Spears. Oh, yeah. I and I guess there this. was a, a porn star named Britney Spears. Yeah, yeah. And when she Googled <laughs> it, I happened to look at her computer. Britney Spears. Yeah, Britney yeah. Spears. And Britney it, was like Spears. A, it was a big <laughs> right, white girl right. on with big titties. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what are you watching? And, you know, she was, Dad, I, I turned on Britney Spears. And I'm like, that ain't no Britney Spears. But it was what it was. She was eight. She's seen it. You know, and, you know, at that time we put a block on it and we didn't have a problem with it, but we have open dialogue in this house, you know, when the kids can come and they can talk about things that they have, you need to have that at your house. So your son feels comfortable talking to you and don't go to Japanese animation. You know, next time you look, it'd be Japanese animation back door. Then it'd be Jan- uh, Japanese animation cuckold. Like what else is out there? Then, then it'd be. Yeah. That's my issue with porn because yeah. like I watch porn obviously as an adult and I'm seeing when I was a child or when I was like a teenager and I first started watching porn, there was only a certain amount of porn you can see. Correct. There was only regular porn. Yeah, well, that, I mean, in the 1960s, there was, there was not too much porn for you to watch, but now... But now they have... 1960s? I'm just saying that he's old. Like Stop, that. he's not that. No. But, but he was born have, in the 80s. They have so many categories now. They have hairy toes like they have all sorts of stuff you would never even yeah like if you go all the way down they're all usually in alphabetical order you click h you'll see hair armpits hairy whatever yeah yeah there's all types of fetishes so so there's porn that caters to everybody and all of their fetishes and my concern is for my baby somebody so young and impressionable to go see what if he goes and watches like anal or like two guys going at it or you know what I'm saying, like or anything, whatever. It's just like weird to me. Like it's well, that's very what I'm saying. That's scary. why you need to have that conversation right. and don't make it seem like it's shameful. So he could actually talk to you and don't feel ashamed. You taking this stuff away right now, he's probably scared to death and like I'm never gonna talk to my dad again. So today, when you finish that podcast, even if he's sleeping, go in his bedroom, wake him up, wash his hands first, and be like, let's have a conversation. <laughs> let's have a conversation and y'all talk about what it was. Tell him that you know you understand. You're not taking his phone away. You just don't want him to get on the sites because somebody cites this, somebody cites that. Exactly what you said. They is, you know, and, and and honestly, some of those sites could give his Viruses. phone and computer a virus. So just tell him you don't want him on those sites. You understand what's going on. You can't tell him not to do it. But if you are, use your imagination and get it. And that's it. And make him feel comfortable with it so he feels like he can talk to his dad. Yeah, I just don't want him to get too comfortable to where he feels like he just jerk off all the time, anytime, wherever he's at. That's the problem. Wherever he's at. That's the problem. Like, it, I don't want him to feel like he's too well, comfortable. Well, tell him that. Tell like, him it's that. Not well, like, wherever him he's that at. What does that mean? He just said, <laughs> just make walking it through so Macy's, that, just whip it out. No, <laughs> Go at like it. That, like, what like, do you mean wherever he's he, at? Let's say he goes to a friend's house and he spends the night at a friend's house. Okay. Like, those mm-hmm. type of things. Like, you right. have to have some type of... Well, you tell him that. You tell him, understand, this is something very private. Your body's very private. If this is something that you do, you do it by yourself alone. Make sure the door's locked. You don't want your mom coming in here. Like you have those conversations with him. So he understands that. You know, yeah. let him know that his body's private, you know, and and it is what it is. Yeah, I really appreciate it. Cause like I said, I never experienced this before. So like mm-hmm. I don't I didn't even know where to start. My mm-hmm. initial reaction was to be upset. 
because it it hurt me because like I said, that's my youngest child. So like I still view him as the youngest child. I don't. So you're serious. I apologize for the violin. (laughs) You're very serious. serious. You're very serious. I look at Facebook memories where it's like, oh, here's a memory from five years ago, six years ago. It happens every day. I normally shed a tear whenever I see these memories because I'm like, I look at these kids and they were so small years ago. And I look at them now and I'm like, where has all the time went? So Uh when it comes to having a conversation like this, this is the type of conversation that's like, it's, it's very difficult for somebody like me because I was, I'm not prepared for it at all. Well, we'll have that conversation with him tonight. I'll close by saying your job as his father is to raise him. You're raising a son. So it is your job along with your wife to form his thoughts. He's going to have his own thoughts, but you, you have a responsibility regarding shaping his thoughts. Also, like building his found fundamental thought process. By building, his, by building his fundamental thought process and shaping his thoughts. It doesn't mean that he's going to be a robot and do everything that you say and share all of your thoughts and agree with everything that you say, but you are there to teach him. So if you are teaching him shame, then it's very likely that he will grow up feeling shameful. Yeah, because that's you, what I was taught. When I was growing up, mm-hmm. jerking off wasn't like a thing. Like that was, I, I lived in a single parent household. I only had my mother. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like something that I could go and be like, hey, mom, like my penis is hard today and I feel a little tingle down there. What mm-hmm. should I do? Mm-hmm. I've never had this conversation with well, my Well, it would mother. also be uncomfortable, uncomfortable because I think that it's, it's mother, that's inherently, that's, that's, that's inherently but, embarrassing. But you're right? a dad. So it's not, I don't think it's natural for a child to feel as though they want to come to a parent and say, hey, you know, I have this thing between my legs. What do I do with it? You know, so I don't think that that's normal. But under the circumstances where you discovered him, now a conversation can be had. But as a parent, it's my job to teach my children certain fundamental things like you mentioned earlier. Kindness, respect, self-love, and freedom. I want my children to be free. I don't want my children to be confined by societal norms and what everybody else thinks is okay. Mm-hmm. No, I want you to figure out for yourself what is okay, what is good, what is right, what is wrong. You have to be happy when you look in the mirror. You have to like what's looking back at you. So that's how you build confidence. That's how you build self-esteem. And for me, having parents that I knew that I could talk to about Anything that wouldn't shame me and that wouldn't judge me was everything because I felt as though my parents were my safe place. They were my comfort spot. Mm. And my mother, especially, and my father, but my mom would tell me, Gia, I don't care what you do. I may be hurt. I may be, I may, I may be disappointed. I may dislike it, but no matter what, whatever you get into, I'm going to help you get out of. There you go. And that's how I was raised. So that's the type of mother that I want to be. I'm on my kid's side. I want the best for them. I'm not on anybody else's side when my kids are concerned. I'm on my kid's side. So you have to raise them. You have to cultivate them and teach them. Teach them the way. And once you create that respect by showing the kids respect, 
and by them reciprocating that respect, then you'll really have true influence on them. That's how you influence your, ch your children, by respecting them and them reciprocating that respect. Do you see what I mean? I totally understand. For me, my mom would tell me things. Okay, Gia, no, you don't want to do this. You don't want to hang out with that person. You don't want to go there. You don't want to be like this. You don't want to be, what you want is this. What you want is that. I took heed to everything that she said because I had that respect for her. I had that love for her because she had that respect for me. She had that love for me. And I knew my mother wanted nothing but the best for me. So I listened to everything that my mother said. She raised me. Do you see what I mean? I wasn't scared of her because she frightened me or because she shamed me and then had to go out into the street and listen to my friends and listen to music and listen to TV and listen to any other sources that are out there where kids learn their fundamental values. That's what you don't want. You want them to be able to come to you and get their information from you. So that's what you have to think about. And it starts with love, like love him up. Like, hey, what happened? We didn't get to that part. What happened? You pulled the covers off. What was his reaction? Um, so I pulled the covers off and I saw the light. I grabbed the phone mm -hmm. and then he goes, oh no. And then he- <laughs> That grabbed... was the good part. Yeah. <laughs> And then, and then, <laughs> and then he grabs the phone, like try to wrestle the phone back from me. Okay. So I strong armed him because at that point I realized there was something wrong because right, right. he never tried to grab the phone. So like in my brain, like I automatically assumed like, okay, if I was his age and I'm trying to grab the phone back, I'm doing something wrong that I don't want my parent to see. Right. So the first thing I did was look at the phone and I seen this drawn vagina with this incredibly big drawn penis shoving in and out of it and i'm just like what are you watching i'm i was angered i was mm -hmm. at the point where in my mind like i said i'm thinking this is my baby this is mm -hmm. my youngest son how dare this happen in mm -hmm. my house like i can't believe this i don't know what to say mm -hmm. i don't know how to deal with this situation so the first thing that came to my mind was to take it away from like, if he doesn't have the phone, if he doesn't have the internet, he can't look at the porn. It wasn't the act of masturbation that bothered me. It was the graphic nature of what he was looking at with okay. his young eyes. That I understand. Like, yeah. yes, I may have had my first sexual experience at the same, you know, at a young age. But at the end of the day, like, I don't know. It just, it's different it, when it's me and I'm going through it and I know how to maneuver around the situation It's different. Yeah. But when it's a young person, like I feel like they still look to me for guidance and, you know, for, for taking care of them, mm -hmm. they, they're helpless. So if this guy is so helpless, he can't do anything on his own. It just seems to me like he's just doing too much, like diving into that adult lane when I mean, he might have been doing too much with the, is it called japanese anime it's called hentai japanese okay. anime is japanese anime is animation but it's the, animation the the animating sexual conduct is uh -huh. called hentai okay so i mean yeah i mean he might have been you know doing the most and that's where like i'm saying you have the conversation with him like but i you still have his phone um the mother has the phone mother okay <laughs> i would go home i would get the phone from her I would toss his phone on the bed and be like, look, you have your phone. I apologize. I overreacted. Mm. I was shocked. 
I look at you as my little baby and to see what you were doing shocked me. I didn't know how to handle it. I didn't go through it with your older brother and I absolutely overreacted. But now let's sit down and talk about it. And have that conversation. And then have that conversation. Because before I spoke to um, Rashawn about this, I was like really nervous and scared. Excuse me. I didn't know what to do. And now after having this conversation, I actually look forward to going and talking to my son about this because now I feel like I'm going in with ammunition. I'm going in with a different mindset and I'm actually proud to discuss this topic in the light of the public because I'm pretty sure that there's a slew of other men that are out there that either experience this with their child or will eventually inevitably experience this with their child and they're just like me they're not going to know what to do and they might do what i did and create a major issue later on by putting punishment and negativity on top of the topic so i'm i'm really happy that we were able to discuss this and i'm looking forward like i said to go home and take what i've learned and put it in play with my children that makes me happy who's that up there right there is that a kid right there oh my god i'm sorry (laughs) what happened wow what just scared you why were you so scared because she's listening and she's learning she has no idea what we're talking about honey who's that that's lundy you think she don't know lundy are you eavesdropping going you are eavesdropping yes are you listening when you're not supposed to be listening and now you're good. Go in your room, sweetie pie. It's okay. Yeah. Sorry about that, viewers. Yeah, no she problem. has no idea what we're talking about. No, let me... I'm sure she, she'll figure it out. She's smart. <laughs> question. Last question before we go on. The hentai porn. Do you watch hentai porn? I have when I was younger. Like, not, not watch it to, like, pleasure myself from it, but I watched it. I'm just curious. Like, it, that's Wait, just I want to hear why he watched it. I watched I it because I sentence. was a big Japanese anime guy. Like, it was... That was my lane. I went to school for art, and I was... Um, I used to animate Japanese anime myself. I used to draw, and it was very intriguing because my, my thing is anatomy. I love anatomy. I love the shape of a body, you know, like a, the, the person's body, man, woman, it doesn't matter. Like, I love the way the body structure is, you know, and especially if it's symmetrical and stuff. So like when you draw the body and then you, you add that type of, you know, well, yeah, it's just, it was different and it was unique and it was something I've never seen before. So I didn't look at it back in the day for pleasure purposes. I looked at it because it was interesting. I never seen anything. It's just weird that, you, you know, somebody goes that route. That's what I'm saying. It's it's your son is more like you than you think. I've never seen Japanese hentai porn or whatever you call it. I've never looked at it. I've never even if I seen it, it was something that wouldn't even interest me. Yeah. But the fact that it interests you and interests him just shows that you know he's just like you. But good luck with the conversation and hopefully next week, uh, ne- next podcast or so, you can tell us how it went. Yeah, absolutely. Right. And I appreciate you guys taking the time out for sharing the knowledge that we had. I mean, that you have mm-hmm. to me so I can take this home to my son. 
Okay. Appreciate it. What up, y'all? It's DJ Envy, and this portion of the Casey Crow Podcast is brought to you by Ritual. Now, I use a multivitamin every day, and I need a multivitamin that when I take, doesn't hurt my stomach because I don't usually eat right away in the morning. Well, Ritual is perfect for me. Now, sugars, GMOs, synthetic fillers, artificial colorants, and animal byproducts are all ingredients you might find in a multivitamin, right? Not Ritual, though. It's clean, vegan-friendly. It's a formula is made with key nutrients and forms your body can actually use to fill those gaps in your diet. So no shady extras. They're fresh-tasting, delayed-release capsules are designed to dissolve later in less sensitive areas for the stomach so you can take them with or without food. How dope is that? Now, it's now available for women, men, and teens. Ritual multivitamins are scientifically developed to help support different life stages. Your multivitamins are delivered right to your door every month with free shipping, all right? So you deserve to know what's in your multivitamin. That's why Ritual is offering listeners 10% off during your first three months. So try it out, all right? Visit ritual.com slash Crew to start your ritual today. That's ritual.com slash Crew. All right, well, let's get to the email of the week, all right? First, I would like to say thank you so much for opening up and sharing your lives with us. I appreciate everything, your vulnerability. vulnerability. Say it again. Nope. It's not easy (laughs) being open. We'll try to keep this short and sweet. My husband and I have the perfect relationship. You know, the hashtag goals, et cetera. Everything looks amazing on the outside, but we are harboring a secret. Nobody knows. My husband has a porn addiction. I can't make this up. Are you serious? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is what Ben's just happened to hand you? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. My husband has a porn addiction that is ruining our relationship. He watches Japanese hentai porn. <laughs> no, 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 that's not true. That's not true. You see, you see, that's not something my mouth is open now. No. This is what it says. Uh, my husband has a porn addiction and it's ruining our relationship. When we have sex, it's amazing. We can go through seasons where we are doing okay. Then all of a sudden the sex stops or he can't get it up. If I do some digging or snooping, sure enough, I will find that he has been watching. We will go, we will go a confrontation, drama, etc., and he will promise to not do it again. It only ends up in that situation again. I'm tired of this and thinking of ending things. Please help me to understand this porn thing from a man's perspective and from gear. You guys have often hinted or spoken briefly about porn use. How do you see it in your marriage and help? Everything else is okay. Please help. Listener from Canada. Let me go first. And it says, porn is ruining my marriage. Let me go first. I don't want you to go first. Oh, why? Estat, your mic's still on. I want Estat to talk about why he watches porn, because he said he watches porn a lot. I want to know why he watches porn a lot. Okay. If you don't mind. I don't mind. Of course not. So Estat, yes. So earlier. Estat. Estat. Can you join us? He does. He said he looks scruffy. He doesn't have a haircut. Nobody cares. We've dragged Ben's onto this podcast where... Don't worry about it. It's just a a, a quick thing. You're that vain. All right. I'm not mad at you. I think you look fine, though, but that's just me. All right. So go go ahead. So, you know... Oh, he's plugging plugging in his mic He's plugging it back in. But I think on on an earlier podcast, he said he frequently watches porn. I don't know if he used the word frequently, but... He said he watches porn a lot. Um, Myself, I don't watch porn that much. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, the only porn I see all the time is your sexy ass. Like, look at you. Like, you're always sexy. Like, you are my porn star. <laughs> it, it's the truth. 
Um, if I think about watching porn, I'll just pull the covers over and bust on your ass. Awesome. That's great. Um, Thanks for sharing. That's how I honestly feel. Um, I do get turned on a lot. Um, not by porn, but by everyday things like you getting dressed. I like to sneak up on you in the shower. Stop lying. I do that all the time. When you sneak up on me in the shower, it's to scare me. No, it's not. I don't know sexy. But I don't go boo ha. I'm and, looking and at you. And what happens? I'm in the shower. I'm doing like one of these. You sneak into the bathroom. And then what happens? I'm sta- I stare at you. And then what happens? You see me staring at you. And then what happens? You scream. I scream bloody murder. I've almost slipped and broken my neck in the shower because he gets a thrill out of scaring me when I'm taking a shower. It is awful. I'm going to set a booby trap for you one day. But anyway, I just had to kind of, you know. Booby trap? A booby trap. Booby trap. Booby, booby, booby. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean, I just wanted to like highlight that that wasn't entirely truthful. So what, you're you're trying to say that you sit there and like you watch? Yeah, I watch you all the time. I I... I watch you more than you know. Like, my favorite thing to do is you sleeping is lift up the covers and, watch, and look at your ass. That, I, I love the way your ass looks. I love the way... <laughs> something that, that Estad said earlier that I get is he says he used to watch Japanese animation or Japanese hentai porn. I don't know what it's called, so I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing this stuff wrong. Because he likes to look at people's bodies, right? Mm-hmm. I like looking at your body. Yeah, but don't don't make it perverted. I'm an artist. Okay, whatever. I like. I'm an artist too. I'm sensitive about my shit too. But listen, <laughs> but when it comes to your body, I like looking at your body. Your body turns me on. Your body is perfect to me. I love every aspect of your curve. Look at I that love, smile. I know where face. your nipples go. I know the size of your nipples. I know what makes your nipples hard. Look how I know smiling. the curves of your titties and your curves of your ass, the curves of your legs, and I enjoy looking at it. When I'm not with you and I have to masturbate, I remember to the T what your body is. If I was blind and you put 20 women in front of me, I can tell you how your body is. I know where your body curves. I know where it comes back. I know where your legs go. I know. But this is not what we're talking about. (laughs) We're talking about what makes you watch porn so much. So why do you think I watch porn so much? Because it's not the first That's time. That's why you, I said. I don't know if you said so much. I, never, I know you I said that say. you watch okay, well, porn. How many, times, how many times a day do you watch porn? I gotta watch porn at least once a day. That's a lot. I was going to say, that, well, that is a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> That's clearly a lot. He was on to something. But for how long do you watch it? Just enough to bust nut. Okay. Oh, wait, let me bring it back up. Um, just enough to eradicate. You were trying to elevate yeah, the podcast. Yeah, I just podcast. need to eradicate some okay. sperm from my system. <laughs> Okay, so but, but why? Try to get that why? poison out. I don't know. There's something about it. It's like, um, I don't know. Maybe it's, number one, it's like a ritual. In the morning, it's like you take your morning number two and a number three. <laughs> so in the morning, you take your number two and then your portage your number three. Exactly. Just, just a side note. I'm just curious. So, do you take it number two and then get back in the bed? I would, no, you know no, what? No, That's no. how we, you know, we're together and like we are. Because I was thinking the same. You could bring your sh- your shitty ass back <laughs> in the bed <laughs> and then relieve so, yourself. So you go. Go ahead, listen. Do you do do you do number three before number two? No, he said there's number two first. Well, I'm yeah. trying to clarify. Number two first. Mm-hmm. Flush the toilet and then do the load in the toilet. 
Oh, wait, you do it in the bathroom? Yeah, of course. It's, it's the cleanest of way. Of course. It's, I'm not using no napkins. I'm not using no socks. I'm not having to wash nothing extra. Shoot it right in the toilet. Oh, so we were onto the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. We thought that he was getting back in the bed. Why would I do that? Because it's comfortable. My wife is in the bed. You so can't do that. Does she know that you do this? She will now after she sees this fucking so Wait a minute. I'm no. sorry. <laughs> so wait a minute. Now our podcast is this bleeping podcast. <laughs> no, wait this episode. So wait a minute. Okay, wait, wait. So wait a minute. Wait, 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 uh-huh. She's gonna want. She's gonna know now. Well, maybe but she, she did not know for no, clarification. She didn't know. So wait a minute. So she you... wakes up very late. Like I wake up bright and early. Most you don't make, wake up no goddamn. That's, a, that's a dirty, when dirty I say, lie. When I say bright and early, I mean like like one, bet- eight, one, 1 p.m. No, between yes, between, right, Ben. Say no, yes to the people in the back of here. Hear you. Know. Between eight thirty and ten o'clock is there when I go. wake up. Okay, so that's when you're shooting a load into the toilet. Continue. So wait a minute. You poop right, and you turn around. And jerk off in the toilet? Why would, I, t- oh. I did mention specifically that I flushed the toilet first. Okay. Different strokes for different folks. <laughs> <laughs> Say what's on your mind, E. Is that nasty? I think so. That's not nasty. How is that nasty? Do you, you think the fumes of the shit go on for my nothing. penis? And not to be too graphic, and I'm getting a little comfortable, but... You know, when you shoot, it doesn't it doesn't just go straight. It kind of like... Choo, choo, choo. I got perfect aim. Because then I feel like you got to like aim it. And like, yeah, I got to It doesn't take it. away from just the freedom of... Well, that's messy. So I, I, The toilet can't turn me on, though. There's the no, toilet doesn't turn ab- me on. There's we, nothing about the toilet that well, turns me on. I think what he on. means is being in front of a toilet would actually turn him off. Not that the toilet turns you on, I have, but... I have material... Okay, all right. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So I'm sorry. whichever way, yeah. So go ahead. So why why so why? Why? Because it's so much? easy. It's very easy. I'm very selfish. If I want to bust a nut, I'm gonna bust a nut. And if I'm having sex, I have to worry about the other person busting a nut. My nut can come within a matter of seconds. Seconds. Depending on what I'm watching. Okay. You know, if I'm watching something that's super interesting, <clears throat> then if I'm if I'm in a rush and I gotta go somewhere, then it's just real quick. I don't have to. Do I don't any need to work. see their hand on, gestures. On, they on. not seeing it. I don't need to see it. What hand gestures are you talking about? You show, just, you, you, show them. Uh, show them what you're talking. So, so, wait, so, so let me ask a question. Do you make noise when you jerk off? Well, why would I? No, absolutely not. I'm just asking. Because no, I'm, I'm I'm like no maybe way. that's where your son gets it from. You go go. Your son probably bust. Your son never busted on you on you. Not bust. Whoa. What? I've been busted Yo, in on I'm you. Out. Like, but bust- is it even busting on you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Oh my gosh. Well, I did mention that he busted in on us while we were. But not on you while you're jerking off. He can't. No one can. Because he's allowed to lock his door. I locked the door. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Um But it's easy. To answer your question, it's easy. Like when you're when I'm jerking Your off, imagination isn't enough? Hell no. I'm old as hell. I've done seen so many things. There's no way I could reach into my mind of amazingness to pull out a memory of something that's going to happen. You don't make things up? You don't fantasize? On my phone, when I look at porn, I look at... That's That's something I fantasize about. Fantasizing? Watching something? So he's watching... Fantasizing is when it's in your mind. So he fantasizes, like, so let's say he he wants to watch 
Uh, he just imagines girls he's on there. the moon. He googles girls on the moon porn and it pops up. That's I, that's I mean, the I know that. I, I I know how it goes. So, so I have a question for you. So you just said you don't want to be selfish, right? So <laughs> no, I said that I am selfish. You are, you are selfish. He's, so, ha- he's quite happy being selfish. You rather jerk off because that. you don't want to please your wife at times. Sometimes you just want to get in and get out and get the fuck out. Yes. So that's what this guy could be feeling on his on his, on on this email. It could be like. It's not the fact that he doesn't want to have sex. There's times he doesn't want to please his partner because it's like this. It's like, you know, if if he jerks himself off, he knows, hey, I can come in three minutes and get the fuck on. Yep. But if I have to please my wife, I have to go into it. And that could take hours because then you have to start off with foreplay. You have to start off with cunnilingus. You got to hope that you're going to get some return fellatio. And that's probably about 30, 45 minutes right there. If I got something to do, I don't have time for all of that. Then you got to worry about the stroke game. Then you got to worry about how it goes in and where like where the tip hits like on the inside. So that way you, you're not thinking about your pleasure. You have to get pleasure from her getting pleasure. Sometimes that's too much. Sometimes you just want to go in and go out and that's it. Like you don't really want to get into all of that extra shit that's going to take an hour or hour and a half. Okay. So wait, I I just want to I can have sex every day and do that every day. But in the morning time when I wake up, like in and out. Oh, you're saying that you don't want to do that in the morning. I mean, I don't mind doing it in the morning. What about at night? It doesn't matter. It's just. You'll do all of that at night? I'll do it whenever we're both alert and awake. If I'm alert and awake and she's still sleeping, then I don't really like waking her up for fornication. I'd rather just go handle my business and then keep it moving. So I I could relate to that guy. Like I could totally understand why that guy has a problem masturbating. But see, with you, like that is how you start your day. Like that is part. It may or may not be how I start my day. I didn't start my day like that today. But you did the other six days of the week. I mean, I didn't start my day like that yesterday either. But that's how you prefer to start that's your how day. I prefer to like, start my day. There are many people that love to have coffee, coffee. That's my coffee in the morning. But if they're running late and they have to zoom past Starbucks, they don't dip in. But it is it doesn't mean that it's less ritualistic just because there are days that pull them away from engaging in that ritual. Correct. But if I don't do that, it seems like it would probably be along the lines of that guy that didn't have his coffee in the morning. Okay. You're you get I get like angsty and. Just it really is just, like poison that you're trying to get out of your body. feel like it's not right. And things just don't seem like they lining up. It's not, you know, the world don't line up if I don't do that. So, so now back to this lady. I think that she should have a conversation if she has it with her husband and see what he likes to watch and maybe watch it and join in with him. Mm-hmm. Wait, uh, like jerk off together? I mean, that's an option. Or but also, start with... That's kind of weird. What's weird? It's weird. I mean, it's like sometimes you want to watch a certain type of porn because let's say you have a certain interest. Like a fetish. Correct. Yes. And you're significant. I'm not even going to say, like, I'm not even going to dive deep into this at all. I'm right. just going to float along the surface of this. Okay. Mm-hmm. But you have a fetish and you're embarrassed to show your spouse what the fetish is. I'm just floating along the surface with this. <laughs> So, that's so, so but, let's but you say, may not want to share that fetish with yeah, your spouse. Because right. let's say your fetish might be something off the wall and then so, your spouse might be on some judgmental shit. Right. But let me ask you a question. And Every time private. that you watch a porn, does it have to be in line with that particular fetish or do you watch different things? It, are are if you I'm into variety? To, if I'm trying to get in and get out, 
it's got to be a specific your fetish something along the lines of that okay well well see but that's the problem it's i mean him and her and you and your your spouse you got to figure out how to have a conversation where the whole idea is if you're married to somebody or you're with somebody, you want to be able to be as free as possible with them. If I have a fetish, let's say my fetish is fetish. fetish. Let's say my fetish is little little women, right? Ew. Can you? I, I, I just, it just came up, right? Okay. If I had that fetish and I like to watch little women porn, oh, I'm, I'm going to show it to my wife and I'm going to show my wife. Now, my wife might joke me and oh, laugh definitely. at me, but I would hope. <laughs> But I would hope that she would and, and say, okay, we can watch it together. I mean, I would probably joke you if it was anything really left, but that's just the relationship that we have. Right, but I would be cool with it, but she would still watch it. You know what I mean? I mean, I would watch it if right. he was into it. If but, it made him know, happy, I would watch it. If if, if my wife had a fetish... Doesn't mean I'm going to have an orgasm watching. But right. I would definitely support... I'm definitely in support of his orgasm. Right. See, y'all got a different relationship. But if my wife had a fetish of, let's say, peeing on people or pooping on people, and that's Sweet. what she liked to watch. I would watch it with her, and that's not my thing. She couldn't pee or peep or poop on me. Like you can't just crotch over me and shit. Like that's not like Biggie said. Yeah, but if she liked that and she liked to watch what it, what song was that? So I thought shit to the bitch. Cock over and I don't know. Yeah, so then after, I, yeah, the podcast mind. is going like this right now. Yeah, right? Okay, so we were we were going up. Let's, we're going let's, up, let's keep it. Let's, 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 let's But just say <laughs> if you got to have those conversations. So back to the email, <laughs> I would tell her that you have to have a conversation, see what he likes. See what he enjoys and be comfortable where you can watch it with each other. You don't want a relationship where he's sneaking off to the bathroom after his number two watching porn and not letting you know what he's doing. You want to be with one with your with your spouse. Okay. What do you think? Let's talk about what she's really irritated about. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because everything that we're saying is great and valuable. Mm -hmm. Right. But as a woman, and I would assume that you might, I'm pretty sure that you would probably feel this way as a man. Okay. You're in a relationship with someone. What? What? Feet. Your feet. I think I saw trying to tell your feet are in the way. They're not in the way. Just they're distracting because you keep distracting. moving. Distracting. Oh, stop moving my feet. Yes. Um, you're in a relationship with your significant other. Mm-hmm. And they're watching porn. And they're not able to perform as a result of watching porn. Now I can relate to that because that happened to me a long time ago, maybe 12, 13, 14, 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it wasn't about porn, but I masturbated so often because you also worked a lot. You were constantly flying here and there and whatnot. You were in the studio. 20 hours a day and whatnot. You're working so much that I masturbated so much that it was as though, um, you know how they talk about people who use drugs and you might get used to a particular drug so much that you need a bigger high, Mm -hmm. you need a greater high. That would happen to me where it got to a point where it wasn't enough. Or my fantasy wasn't enough, so I had to up the fantasy. Or even with my toy, it got to a point where it was like, <sighs> need a bigger toy. I need a better toy. Mm-hmm. I need a faster toy. I need something because it was kind of dulling my sensation because I was enjoying it so much. Mm-hmm. So what I literally had to do was I had to put it on the shelf for like a year to retrain my body to just enjoy natural mm-hmm. stimulation. 
So I understand that part of what he's going through where he can't get an erection because his stimulation is now used to being on 10. And now you're dealing with something that is outside of your fantasy, your wife, your normal day to day, the, you know, similar sex, similar sexual mm-hmm. experiences with her regular monotonous, potentially type of sex. So it's harder to derive pleasure when you're used to being able to punch anything into a search bar, get what you want. Like you're ordering from a restaurant, be taken to that fantasy and then get off that way. Mm -hmm. So I understand why he might be going through that. But as the recipient of that outcome, being the significant other on the other end of that, it's hard to process. So you mean to tell me that you like porn so much that you would sacrifice the real thing that's laying next to you to the point where you can't even get it up? You can't even achieve or maintain an erection if you're lucky enough to get one? So this is a choice that you're making? How would that make anybody feel if their partner is ultimately choosing porn over them? Over them? And that's really what she's going through. I don't even think she's at the point. You know, like what we were talking about um, before was kind of like point two or three. I'm like, it's probably like point two or three. You got to get rid of point one first. Mm -hmm. I need to understand why is porn more important to you or more enjoyable to you than me? So now why would it be from a male point of view? They said that? They said that the, it was no. difficult for no. them to keep an erection? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a problem because that means this man has, to me, if I think about that, it would seem like this guy has desensitized himself yes. to the Absolutely. point. That's what Gia is saying. I was Gia desensitized. Saying watches, exactly. Watching so much porn that it, it doesn't excite him now. But like, that's now it's bad for the significant other right, because now it brings her value down right to that's, him. that's what i'm saying to him though like he's gonna look at her and but, she's gonna be less than she was right. yesterday but that's what the conversation i don't, I don't, I don't needs know to if he though. would look at her as less than but sexually, I think that sexually sexually because it's not him looking at her you know it's this is this right. is this is a metaphorically um speaking his stuff is not working properly so it is less than because She's not exciting him as much as she did before. Right. So like you said that you took a break from all that, this guy is probably going to need to either take a break or do something because I could, they- I could go in the morning and I could do my thing in the bathroom and I can actually go right back in the bed and go right again. So like I never had an issue with maintaining an erection. You haven't or, had an issue, but obviously this guy has. And the I thing think is, a lot of people would. Yeah, and the thing is that this is why he, ha- <laughs> he has to have a conversation because maybe he doesn't know. Maybe he hasn't figured that out. And you can sit there and say that, he but a, a lot of men he just knows. Think, He knows. But he knows. I, I, don't, I don't think so. I guarantee you he knows. He knows too. Because he he's know. going through it himself. Yep. He's going through it himself. When he looks at a porn and it's like, yeah, this this is... What would typically do it for me, but it's not really doing it for me. Then you got to Google, you put something else in the search Wait, bar. But we don't know if that's the case. We don't bar. know if that's the case. What pro- what's probably happening is Horn turns him on because he's kind of feeling probably like Estat said, where he's selfish and he doesn't want to be doing it for an hour or two hours. It doesn't want to go through the process. He just wants to bust and keep it moving. He watches a porn and keep it going and he doesn't know 
why his body's like damn he he might be fucked up and confused himself to say why is my why am i why do i have ed why can't i get hard um and that might be part of it too I don't think so. so what he needs some blue chews. <laughs> no, I ju- I think that because it doesn't happen overnight. It's not like you're good on Monday and then Tuesday you're desensitized. It's a process. And I'm only speaking from my experience. I saw when it was taking more and more mm-hmm. effort or more and more visual because there was times when I did watch porn. There was times when I didn't watch porn, mm-hmm. but whether it was a fantasy or whether it was actual porn, it was taking more and more. Mm-hmm. And I knew what was happening. You would have to be completely like self-ignorant to not know what's happening to your own body. So what advice would you give? In that situation, some men have erectile dysfunction and have no idea, but Mm -hmm. porn may not be involved in those situations. Do you see what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, And I understand. So she ended it pretty much saying, you know, I'm pretty much thinking about throwing this whole relationship away. Mm -hmm. And I get that because nobody wants to feel as though they're playing second fiddle to someone that to you doesn't really exist. Mm -hmm. That's a person on a screen. You don't know that person. Mm-hmm. So you're willing to let our relationship suffer because you want to be in bed with that person that you don't even know? That's your choice. If that's your choice, then I need to be out because now I'm having insecurity issues. Mm-hmm. I have questions that I'm not equipped to answer. You're not giving me the answers. And I mean, there's a whole slew of things that you could add to that list of how that would make someone feel. You're producing an insecurity in me and you're affecting my sexual pleasure. Now I can't even enjoy you and you're my husband. Yes. And you're my husband. I can't even enjoy you and you don't put me first. So I understand how she feels. So how would I handle it? Clearly it's in the open. They talked about it. She knows, he knows, she knows. It's a thing, right? I would tell him very clearly, you have to make a choice. But I would probably be harsh with it. Like, you have to give up porn forever. Like, you have to give it up. Like, not on a weekly, bi-weekly, monthly basis. No, you have to choose. I would have to know that he's choosing me. You would have to give it up forever. And we have to work on that that desensitization. We might have to go and see a urologist, possibly. It may mm-hmm. not be necessary after a certain amount of time has passed. And you have to learn how to enjoy me. And if you're not willing to do that, then I need to move on because sex is a big part of life. And I agree wholeheartedly. I agree wholeheartedly. So as Estad has given us the wrap up sign, but I, I was, I think that works. He has to give it up um, and then focus on a relationship. And if he's not willing to do that, then you know where you stand. You know where his priorities lie. Mm-hmm. You know, his addiction might be that strong, but he should say, well, that's a clear choice. So let's work on us. Okay. All right, well, it's time to get up out of here. You guys got well over an hour, so I know Guy is happy. How much time? <laughs> well over an well hour. Well over it's an hour? It's almost an hour and a half. Okay, good. All right. All right, well, we'll see you guys next week. I'm DJ Envy. And I am Gia Casey. And I'm S. Dot. Shut up. <laughs> and that was another edition of the Casey Crew. And friends. Toodles. Peace. <laughs>